boys and girls to another edition of Adishopwe Live, the official Afrobeats podcast where we break down the hottest topics within the culture here in the studio. Of course, I'm always joined by a celebrity guest as usual, but first of all, big shout out to everybody supporting, subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing, watching on whatever platform from YouTube to Apple to Spotify to Yanga TV. We appreciate all the support and the comments uh, coming our way. We really, really like that. Keep Make sure you keep on sharing uh, as always. Well, I've got a guest in the studio. She hasn't been here for quite some time. She she's uh, she's traveled all the way to Lagos, Nigeria, enjoyed life for months on end. She's <laughs> back. Uh, radio broadcaster, PR executive, Hello. music market specialist, and digital. Listen, you're everything. How many hats do you wear? Ladies and gentlemen, is the incredible Gracie May. <laughs> How many hats do you wear? You, you, you know you when you're Igbo. You have to just diversify the streams of income. Mm. So, yeah, I'm in IT. I'm in project management. I do data insight. I wow. do data analysis, which helps with the PR, the yeah. marketing, and everything else. Entertainment journalism is how I kind of bubble it because mm. I'm writing, I'm on TV, I'm on podcasts. Mm. Like this. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's a lot of things. Trying you, to be like you. You mentioned being Igbo there. I think, like I've said in the past, we missed a trick in Nigeria um, for about... At least over the last 50 years, mm. uh, we have the people in Nigeria, the Igbos, who have been blessed with incredible knowledge of business, entrepreneurial skills mm. that we haven't seen anywhere else in mm. Africa, I believe. And the entire nation have failed to learn from that. And I think that where the country is right now, we're actually suffering from a lack of uh, the knowledge and, and knowledge to develop things and, and do things ourselves mm -hmm. and now we're relying on government because we failed to follow in the footsteps of the great Igbo people shout out my Igbo people out there Igbo Kwenu. i'm telling you man we lost out big time big man time. you know hopefully we learn from that going forward fingers crossed i yeah. mean we have to admit that biafra happened first but mm. that's a topic not for this podcast mm. another day it's a big topic a big that topic. a lot of people actually are starting to talk about you know i lost family members close blood family members in Biafra, like proper, prop, like horrific first blood stories that if I share, people wouldn't even believe, you know. So yeah, it, it people think it's that far away, but mm -mm. Biafra to some of us is a very, very strong, you know, topic. Yeah, yeah. like you said, it, it's one that we definitely need to look at a lot closer. But um, before we look at the headlines, this week, I'd like to speak about our partnership with Shoops.com. Shoops is a living, uh, leading discovery hub for black culture experiences, bringing you the latest events, music, and news. With Shoops, you can discover and buy tickets to the best events happening in your city to satisfy your every need. If you're on a hunt for bottomless brunches, the latest Afrobeats concerts, or just a banging night out, Shoops has got you covered. Shoops is at the center of all experiences, whether you're an event organizer, looking to sell out your event, or looking for the perfect event to attend. Visit Shoops.com and get Shoops in now. Now, some of the headlines we're looking at uh, will be Whiskey, Superstar Ooh. Album, mm -hmm. celebrating 10 years, mm -hmm. and the release of a mini docu-series on YouTube. 
Kasman Yovez says he doesn't get radio play in South Africa. Uh, we'll talk about that, and you probably share some knowledge on how people can can look at increasing their their radio play. Mm -hmm. Shatawali is always going viral in Ghana. I, I don't think uh, there's anybody else in Ghana that has more media attention than the great Shatawali himself. <laughs> and stories like Ben Affleck and J-Lo confirming getting back together after years spent apart. I think it was close to 20 years that they were separated from. And then they found themselves back in each other's arms. Well, so well, we'll be well. looking at that and a lot more. So we start in Nigeria where this past week saw the social media celebrations of the classic Whiskey album, Superstar, turning 10. The album was released on the 12th of June, 2011. So fans, music lovers, and Afrobeats enthusiasts like myself shared their, their delight on social media on the impact the album made on the culture and the superstar that Whiskey has gone on to become. Now, the star who also performed in Abuja over the weekend released a documentary called A Superstar Made in Lagos on YouTube, celebrating him as an artist and his rise to fame. It features interviews from people such as Banky W, Femi and Yeni Kuti, and Anthony Joshua, to name a few. The documentary was released on the 12th of June, which also coincided with Nigeria's Democracy Day that saw demonstrations across the country on the plight of the nation. So some fans on social media weren't too happy that WizKids documentary was released on that day, comparing it to when Ricardo Banks released the song WizKid featured on during the NSARS movement, where WizKid slammed Dragged Ricardo him. on social media. And I know you spoke, you and I spoke about that because mm -hmm. you weren't too happy. <laughs> I uh, was not. Exactly. So let's start with the 10-year celebration of the Superstar album. How impactful um, oh, can you what a question. summarize what Superstar album has done to Afrobeats and the entire culture? Can we first talk... Don't doll, Pakura Move, mm. No Lele. Mm. Like the amount of hits mm. on that body of work alone mm. set him as Starboy. Facts. He was he was Starboy before, but <laughs> you can play any one of those songs at a wedding, club, Today. on the beach now, and it shuts it, down it's the still dance. A tunnel. What? Absolutely. From the production to the lyrics, the virality. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We have to thank Wizkid for his greatness. I absolutely, mean. <laughs> absolutely. And to come into the game with a classic album, I, you know, I unheard of. That was ridiculous. I know. I, I there was an interview with me on on Factory Seventy Eight with Wizkid three months after the album was released, and mm. I said this is a classic. Even I didn't realize what I was saying then until I watched the interview ten exactly. years later. Now, that album instantly became a, a classic. classic, and we still. The funny thing is, every single song you mentioned there. When we play those songs today, mm -hmm. we act like it just came out two months ago. Fresh, fresh. What? <laughs> so shout outs to the producers, Sam Clef, Sheezy, Mastercraft, the entire crew that put their hands to work on that incredible body of work. It set Whiskey on a life. path that has now seen him become what he's become. Yeah. You know, like a really, really iconic musician from Africa. I, you know, I know people would argue everybody has their favorites, but I believe that the Superstar album and Made in Lagos albums are both classic yeah, albums. agreed. And will go down in history as two projects that Whiskey used to change sounds. Mm -hmm. I think sounds from the other side, he tried to do it, <clears throat> but I believe Made in Lagos was what he was actually, he, where he was going 
<laughs> was made in Lagos. Yeah. Because if you know what he did with with Drake, with Come Closer and stuff, you can tell he had started to experiment with different sounds. sounds. Right. But Made in Lagos seemed like a sound, a, an album where he had relaxed and found himself was comfortable changing his sound. Yes. And his fans were, again, you know, fans weren't happy when Made in Lagos was Came released. Came out. Yeah, agreed. In Lagos, in Nigeria. People yeah, they said like, it sounds like this? Made in Jamaica, <laughs> Made in Kickstarter, Made in London. <laughs> I will say, sounds from the other sides or sounds of the other sides. Mm. I felt like some of the A and R on that project mm. seemed contrived, seemed quite forced. Mm. Made in Lagos, even like the LMAs and all of that, the the tracks that you didn't think would work, mm. banged. Mm. It was it it felt organic, even if it wasn't. And I think the EP before and the project sound, before, sound man EP. Yeah, that's it. Sound, that was the sound man EP for me. Was that bridge into making yeah, Lagos? Yeah, we could see, okay, where are we going? And then Made in Lagos solidified it. I think if I go back to Superstar just for a sec, mm. I feel like um, WizKid has done something that a lot of artists haven't been able to do. I think Fireboy, if, if I'm talking about my living memory... Um, Coming out of the yeah. gate with the classic album. Straight. Yeah, LTG, like, no one yeah. it's not, no one quibbles yeah. how classic that album is. Facts. Not many people are able to do that. With your first body of work, yeah. and we know that the first one kind of sets you where you are in terms of your position in the yeah. industry and your sound. Yeah. And then the second one is, are you as good as the first? Facts. Like, proves your sustainability in the business. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Yeah, we just set the standard. And at that time, Frankie W was reigning as well as, the you know, was, you know was Star really Plus, every, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. What did you think about the documentary that <laughs> was on, on YouTube? <laughs> okay, before the controversy. I love yeah. the documentary. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of finding out more about Wiz. He's but a bit did like, we, f- we didn't find anything yeah, about him, man. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, I thought that... Doc- Bear in like, mind, though, yeah. you've been around since the beginning of his career. Yeah. So maybe you already knew it because you have that proximity to him. Mm. I think... For for the new fans? Yeah. Thought, so but, someone like Sweaty, Sweetie, yeah. said that Made in Lagos is her favourite album yeah. almost of all time. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So for someone like her who was just finding her way into Afrobeats, just finding out about Wiz, mm. maybe she wasn't even around for the YouTube Live Yeah situation that happened yeah. a couple months ago i think it gave another side to him because historically mm. he's been quite private yeah. his stories are just you know random shots of the ceiling with yeah. the eagle um we don't find out a lot about whiskey's personality through his socials mm. so i think we were able to find out a bit of a maybe because all right well, what i was expecting um <laughs> was because it was a superstar album yeah now because of the success and the impact of that album not only to whiskey but to us the yeah. fans yeah. and the genre and the genre, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself and Illmatic with Nas. I'm thinking of those type of projects where now we're celebrating 10 years. Take us back in time how this album came together. Yeah. Speak to those incredible producers that worked on that project. Speak to those incredible A&Rs, the Banky W's and everybody that worked around it. Let's take us to Ojuelek Bashita. Let's see where you, you know, let's see that yeah, yeah. and put that together. Give it to Netflix or somebody, you know. So when I'm seeing people like Anthony Joshua in such a, a position saying, uh, you know, I don't even know Wizkid, you know. If you, can, you know, that for me was a heartbreak. Like, Anthony is a great AJ. guy. I'm a fan. I'm a he huge fan Daddy, of him. him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he loves Wizkid and everything, I love that. But him in on that project talking about Maybe not the right a superstar. Bit. Yeah. 
No, you know, I wanted to hear, let's hear about the superstar. Project. Can I say though, that yeah. this is just a rumor on the rumor mill, but I yeah. thought there was a Netflix situation coming out with Wiz. So maybe they're saving the good bits mm. for the feature project. Maybe. maybe this was just a, let's see how uh, the project impacted yeah. current celebrities. Cause you're right. The, the, because I'm like, no, I want to I want to see some. If you go and watch the Illmatic documentary on YouTube or mm. on Netflix, mm. Nas took us back to his old neighborhood. Yeah. And you would see those guys. You meet everybody like they're talking about, you know, your Salam Remy is talking about, you know, DJ Premier doing this beat and DJ Premier is telling you about. OK, but honest question, yeah. though, does Wiz mm. do promo the way promo should be done? Nobody does. Um, okay, so example being nobody, like the Made in Lagos OAP yeah. boxes, so those yeah. are the gift boxes that he sent yeah. to fellow yeah. stars and stuff, have come out six months after the project yeah. with the same branding as No Stress, but yeah. not the same branding as the Made in Lagos yeah. album. Even when it comes to like backstage footage, we don't get that. Was he going to leave Ghana or London or wherever he was to really go back to Ojo Legba? You can. To Surulere. You don't have to do too much. Let me tell you. The to the fun... studio where he recorded let me it. Give was you... he going to do that? Listen, let me give you. That, that's part of, that's where the, the, the team comes into play. Mm -hmm. We will do it from his bedroom in Ghana. You know how? We'll take a camera to Ojo Legba to film those things. When we're done with one. everything, yeah. we'll go and interview him in his no stress lounge <laughs> just telling us about those things and then we edit the clips into it because you this thing is in 20 years time yeah we're going to celebrate the superstar of course those you tracks know, are not dying that, anytime that, soon that, yes <laughs> you will remember to celebrate because this was an iconic and i just feel like like you said maybe there's something else coming i, I so. felt like that was an opportunity to also open something even though they don't do promo the, the the you know the regular the traditional way. without it he doesn't need it because he's the he, he, that's why when you do something else when you do something else it also gives you more power because yeah. you don't he already has the whiskey they've seen mm -hmm. that will work for him imagine now giving them something like yes. that to run with yeah they weren't happy with what they saw hence why it was easy for anybody to even attack whiskey let's talk about people that do were attacking him I personally, I did, personally, when you're thinking about business, you and I know that a project like that, the YouTube and stuff, would have been put in motion three, four, one month ago. So it coming out on June 12th, it's not something that someone woke up yesterday morning and decided to put on play. So that let's let's get let's that out there. of the way. Okay. However. People were saying keep it keep the same energy. So I feel like um, one of the things about having a great team mm. is having people that are culturally sensitive and culturally relevant. If I you know have what's going on. A Jamaican person, an English person, a Chinese person, I'm sure they bring different skill sets because they will. Like uh, multiple of minds means multiple yeah. ideas. Yeah. But he has people in his team. Mr. Sunday. Mm. <laughs> You're a real bad guy. Democracy Day is That's the same day every year. Yeah. And we know how tense the country has been. Mm, we know from how tense the NSAS movement. Right. It was natural that we were going to use something as oxymoronic, if we can call it that, as mm. Democracy Day to petition. I mean, when I was in Lagos a couple of weeks ago, for the first time ever, the Naira went up to 705 That's crazy. to the pounds. That's mad. Bearing in mind, when I had first got to Lagos about three months before, it was on like 650, 680. Yeah. 
This never happens. The fact that the currency is Continues reliant on the dollar. The fact that they removed the oil subsidy. There's so many things that we... The kidnappings. That more kids... Um, mm. More people are being executed. There's it's so terrible. much. People were, people were looking for an opportunity, a valid opportunity mm. to speak. And this was going... This was always going to be it. Yeah. They're going to do it again, mark my words, on 1st of October. Okay? Mm. Independence Day comes... Once a year, mm. every year, same day. It's mm. gonna happen. So for so any artist, stay away from those days unless you're planning something that matches with that, with mm. with with that sentiment. For example, last year, Yemi Alade released a video, her live performance for Criminal in Agbada right. on the first of October, mm -hmm. speaking directly to people to in government yeah. that were ripping the people off. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna do something like that, Make then sure you can't play with that. But if it's something that's just going to directly just impact your own pocket and seems like you're not being sensitive, people are a little bit, so, they're a lot more... I think as well, even with that, as a PR specialist mm, yourself, mm, A&R and mm. everything else that you do, people might even say, oh, you are um, optimizing or you're leveraging or you're clickbaiting mm. that situation. There's always a risk when it comes to anything politically aligned. Absolutely. Always. I, I, so, I'll give you an example. This past weekend, I was invited to a movie premiere mm. at the O2 and the movie was about the Nigerian Maradona himself General Ibrahim Babangida oh yeah I was invited to that forgot to go first things first when they invited me to the, I asked what kind of movie is it is it a is it someone's view of this guy or is it in partnership of Babangida himself they told me it was you know it was loosely based and I wasn't too sure so I said let me go and check it out so I never shared anything on my social mm. media and I went there and about uh, halfway through the movie I got angry and I walked out because it was in my opinion a celebration of mm. one of the most tyranny evil it, that, that I experienced it, you know. It's because of Babangida we have June 12th day today. Yeah. Because he annulled the free and fair election, locked up the man that was voted for by the people and ultimately led to the man dying yeah. in prison, in cap. You know, so when I went to see the movie and I thought to myself, like, I understand why some people refused to okay. work with this yeah. and, and be part of this yeah. because of that sensitive and and I felt enraged. I walked out of the, the, the showing. And I think we all have to now, regardless of our business interests, our pockets, our stomachs, have to think about our people. Mm -hmm. Always. Because integrity comes first. Comes first. Now. I mean every business does it, right? Mm. Every business has an arm where they're looking about social impact they talk mm. about recycling they're looking at diversity mm. every artist is a brand and they're a business too and if the big guys like apple like sony like coke coke who just got <laughs> did you see what billions Ronaldo, wipes off the you see what value pogba's done as well yeah with the with beer. the henneken yeah um each each artist is a brand. Each artist is a business, and you have you have to be sensitive because mm. at the end of the day, your end consumer, your end listener, is still a person, still living in this world, still experiencing the hardships. Mm. And yeah, I mean, did he deserve to be dragged based on his comments with Ricardo? Mm. Even without the Ricardo comments, I think people will have still spoken. Said something. And actually, with that track, that track never actually they, came they, out. Ricardo, they pulled it off. Pulled it off, and they had shot a video for it and everything. They just completely And I'm a big fan of Ricardo it. too. I just, yeah. yeah. So, timing is everything. Mm. It's biblical. Mm. It matters. It matters. Mm. And 
unfortunately for Wiz, I think the reason why people knew that there weren't necessarily excuses is because, like we said, he has Nigerians in his team. They would have mm. known. Mm. Is it still a, a great celebration of his work? Debatable. I think, like it, I think someone said that the hype... The, <laughs> the, the hype for they that June 12th, that, over, that June 12th, the Democracy Day kind of like swallowed yeah. the superstar celebration and it didn't let it go as far as it possibly would have if there wasn't Democracy Day. Because, like, the album, you know, like we said, See, it's a classic. I mean, album. I guess if we compare it just to one other person before we move on to the next headline, mm. David O at 10, that hashtag was trending everywhere. For days. Everywhere. Everyone was posting their picture with Everybody him. was celebrating yes, right. him and for was, days. For days. And that wasn't even the anniversary of Dami Duro. It was yeah. his first song. It was, just, was his, yeah, just him on stage. But even they did like a whole like mini doc with it. I think they just released it on Instagram. Mm. I don't think I saw yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah. But even then, people were happy for him. Yes, yes. I think with this, it has slightly soured. Mm. Slightly. It, it, it kind of stopped the celebration in his sure. tracks. Mad. That's crazy. Anyway, we're staying in Nigeria uh, as actress and producer Annie Amatasero. I hope I pronounced that well. Slammed anyone over the age of 30 still asking their parents for money. The actress shared on her Instagram page her thoughts on the topic by saying, at 30 and above, it is a shame if you ask your parents for money, end quote. Well, her post, her post got mixed reactions, and sometimes uh, the massive the topic is massive for discussion. Well, I'm going to put that question to you. Anybody above 30 asking their parents for money uh, and says it is a shame, what do you think? So, full disclosure, yeah. I'm going to be 30 in October. <laughs> and still, still in my mother's house, <laughs> eating my mother's food. <laughs> And I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'll tell you three things for free. So, <laughs> separately, um, I have actually been working since I was 14. Yeah. So, let's wow. put that out there. That's amazing. Um, grew up in a single-parent household. Mm. We needed to make ends meet. Mm. I wanted fancy things that like other people had. So, I started working. Mm. Needs must, right? But even then, I, I feel no shame. Until date, from about, I think, uni, mm. my mum set up a direct debit of £30 mm. a month, mm. which doesn't go very far. Yeah, but it's, but it's a token. And she hasn't stopped it. So and I and I've reminded her. She's like, yeah. I mean, you contribute to the house. You do this. Yeah. You do that. So, I will happily take my mother and father's money. So I just, <laughs> please, I'm a baby girl for life. First of all, but second of all, it's expensive out in these streets. You know the funny thing. I, I I when I saw that comment, I thought to myself, like, it's easy for anybody to say when you're a parent. Mm, you're a parent for life. That's it. And I'm a baby girl. You're a parent for life. I was I was actually my daughter is is about to be fifteen. And I was thinking to myself, like, yo, you know, I'm planning, like, you know, by the time she goes to university, you know, I want to be able to make some money. So when she comes out, I want to buy her a flat. Mm. And I'm thinking about the goals that she probably will be having for herself. Okay. I'm already thinking about, you know, so she comes out of uni, she has her own flat. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have to worry about that. As a parent, you do that for life, man. You know, yes, if your kids are lucky enough and blessed enough to be flying out of the nest without needing your support, thank yeah, You've good. done well. Yeah, well done. <laughs> However, your job as a parent is not until they're 30, not until they're 35. At all. Not until, as long as you're alive, your parent, I, when I go to my mom's house, I call before I go. Yeah. First of all, there's got to be food ready. <laughs> 
second of all, you have to make the cake too. Right. Yeah, everything. Bro, <laughs> listen, I'm going for everything. I'm raiding the fridge. I'm taking stuff to my house. That's I'm, it. Like, that is it. If I'm broke, I'm going to call her to transfer some money over. Like, Straight. And with no shame too. At all. And look, it's not unique to <laughs> us. At all. When you look, okay, when you apply for a mortgage, right, they ask you how much of it is your money, how much is it of it is gifted. Yeah. It's standard. Yeah. People... Bank of mom and dad. That's it. And I have English friends where they've been able to buy properties before this age. And that's their parents it. have put on the whole that's, thing. That's the whole thing. Deposit that's the and furnished. Facts. 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 <laughs> so I will not be pressured by your that's what Nigerian. I wanted to, uh-huh. So that's what I wanted to say. What comments like this, especially coming from popular people it's with harmful. social media, what does this do to the young people millions by the way in nigeria who have found it hard to get a job after education and have found it incredibly difficult to support themselves what does this type of statement pressure pressure we already have the pressure of husband kids what this Mm. is undue if the average salary in nigeria correct me if i'm wrong Mm. is about 40k a month it would be less than that I'm, 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 I can guarantee you that you need as much support as you can get when somebody's in hospital when somebody gets married when somebody dies we all pull money together facts. anyway facts we come from a community uh, uh, sorry a culture that puts community first yep a village raises a child. Yeah. Why does it suddenly stop at 30? Mm. Bearing in mind, <laughs> most youth services in church in Nigeria, anyway, youth stops at 40. So, <laughs> <laughs> baby girl for the, life. The head for of life. the youth, Nigerian youth, is in his 40s. Okay. Close okay. to 50. Okay. <laughs> so, sis, what are you saying? What are you saying? I can't come and die. When I saw that, I just thought to myself, like, you know, again, it, it speaks to the use of social media. And privilege. Mm. You can say it because you're privileged. Because you're earning. Because you have. Mm. Mm. Look, I will continue to live on mum's bank account mm. until she cuts me off, and she never will. So Facts. Facts. That's it. Listen, okay, so some people are t- talking about, you know, if you're 30 or whatever, you finish. I know people that have done their BSs. Yeah. They've gone back to do masters. Masters, double they masters, do- PhD. And they're PhD's still five years. at home. Can't find a job in Nigeria. So just because I'm 30, I don't have a job. But because I've hit 30, now I can't collect money from... If your parents That's are blessed it. enough to give you That's stuff. That's it. Is success age-based? Hmm. That's the question. When we think about Oprah Winfrey and all these other people that made it in their late 30s, early 40s, 50s. Facts. What were they doing at 30? They were probably still in their parents' house too. They were struggling. Jeff Bezos, when they always say, oh, you know, he started Amazon when da-da-da-da-da. 50K came from his parents. How many of us have parents that can give us $50,000? Donald Trump, his first $1 million from his dad. dad. I won't be ashamed into thinking that I have to reach anybody else's version of success by a certain age. Mm. I'm running my own race. Everybody is too. We shall soon get there. Last, last. Last, last. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the best way to check it out. Now over to Kenya, where actress and socialist Bridget Ocheng announced uh, on, via social media that she wants to sell her young son's IG account, which has around 35,000 followers. She said the decision was made because she didn't want him to deal with bullies as she has all her life. And with the reports of her nudes and videos being leaked, allegedly by someone reported to be a Nigerian pimp. The story goes that allegedly Bridget got with someone introduced by a Nigerian pimp and allegedly the guy refused to pay for services rendered, complaining about Bridget's body or something like that, which ultimately led to her allegedly assaulting the so-called customer. 
Well, after the incident, her nudes and videos were leaked on a popular porn site in Kenya, making her put up her son's IG account for sale, saying that he was going to be open to internet bullies, and she didn't want that for a young man. She would rather wait till he was old enough to decide if social media was his thing, and she wouldn't want him being a subject of abuse based on her actions. Mm. Uh, IG for sale due to allegedly mother's mishap. Your thoughts? I have a counter question. Mm. Do your kids run their own Instagram profile? Do they have Instagram My profile? daughter does. She's, but she's 15? Yes. So she, and she Yeah. But anybody younger than that, they don't even have one. I thought the threshold for Instagram was like 16 anyway. When yeah. it's 13. Yeah. They should, I, Snapchat and code, they should, I think it's probably from 13 up. Oh, okay. I don't understand the they concept. They can't be running. Because, yeah. okay, so this is not unique, right? Tiffa Balogun, a.k.a. WizKids, yeah. first son. The mum runs the account. Yeah. She says, for that people you guys were sending that are DMing, to... Come on, offering sexual favours, the boy is 10. He's 10. <laughs> he posted a picture, to, a video today of his dad had given him, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. And he posted himself with thousands. So you know the... his DMs are about to get yeah, crazy. Yeah, pop it. So there's two questions. One, do these kids actually run their own profiles? Because I don't believe they should. They, they, they shouldn't. But two, what's wrong with everyone? As in, what's actually wrong? <laughs> As in, what's it do you? Like, why would you... Why would the first thought be, okay, let me slam the son for the mother's actions? Mm. The heck? I mean, okay, so recently as well, we had it with Cuppy and her brother. Obviously, she said happy birthday to him, and we know that he, her brother su suffers from autism yeah. or lives with autism, let me say it like yeah. that. Apologies. Yeah. Um, and we had a girl come out saying, oh, she's really in love with Farewell. She wants to marry Farewell. She doesn't know Farewell, but she wants to marry him. Are you for real? And Cuppy was like, I get comments like this all the time. Even with her dog account, you know, she's got two she's Pomeranians got two dogs, now. Yeah. She was saying that in her DMs, people are offering services to the, and I'm just like, are you for real? No shame. Is it because of money? No shame. I, I think I, it's because I, it, of it's money. It's poverty. It's proximity to poverty. Oh, you will do anything. You would do anything. But I think when it comes to kids, I don't. I don't have kids. I have god kids, and I don't mm. mess with my god yeah, kids. So talk less of my. Yeah, sell it. Sell it yeah, to, just to, get to it the away. lowest bidder. Yeah, just Thank get you. it out. Yeah, they don't. They can't be dealing with that. Um, the the the, the abuse on, on social media. And you yourself, media. you're dealing with being slut shamed. You're dealing with your nudes being out there. And now you're having to think, let me put my son's feelings, thoughts, psyche first. Mm, that's, mother's love. That's a lot to a deal with. Love. That's a lot to deal with. We, we, I saw something before we came on air that probably just shook me to my core. Mm. Um, so this Instagram page, uh, Ubi Franklin posted a video of a young kid who is being sexually molested in Nigeria um, because his mother collects a thousand five hundred naira from a man to come and sexually molest her son. I've never seen anything as horrific as that before in my life, and I just thought to myself that what it like it, the state of mind of that like what one thousand five hundred naira. It's three pounds. Three pounds. God damn it. Three and I'm just thinking to myself, like, yo. So the security guard that 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 found them in, in, in the terrible situation spoke to the kid on camera. This is a baby. Like, I'm just saying, what is going on? It is like and it what what the, the another thing that just breaks my heart is yes, social media is reviewing 
revealing all of these atrocities being committed back home, but it's just become the platform to share it. So these things have been happening. Yeah, they've in, been happening. They've been happening. It's only coming to light now. I just, I can't. My heart breaks for that child. Mm. Their innocence has been taken away. Um, aside from that, they're now going to have issues with their own sexuality, their sexual life forever. <laughs> I can't. I, and again, I realize that I'm also speaking from a point of privilege, so mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not judging. Mm. But if you want to sell your body as a woman, that's your you have choice. your autonomy as an adult, that's and your you've choice. made that decision yes. for yourself. Yep. You do not have the right to decide for your child. You don't. You do not. You can't. <laughs> that's upset me. That's, I'm that has upset me. That upset me. I, I couldn't, like, I just, it broke my, completely threw me off, and I just thought to myself, like, what is going you i know you mentioned whilst you were in nigeria you also had you know interactions <laughs> with police officers and Them stuff nice. like that but i'm thinking to myself even people maids that help people at home a lot of them have been one of my friends told me about their chef that just they went out mm. they came back home the chef had run run off and taken stuff and just run off and i'm thinking the problem has gone so deep yeah. that where do we start to clean people's minds? I think even... Where? <laughs> so, obviously, through our jobs, we yeah. get to find out people's stories. Yes. That's our, our job is to find stories and tell stories. Yeah. And there are two artists that I'm thinking of that I won't necessarily yeah. repeat just in case. Yeah. But they have outright said that their first sexual experiences were with house help. Yeah. Underage. Yep. Against their will. Yep. Two men. Yeah. So it's not just a female yeah. issue. And the fact that they have been even brave enough to speak about this yeah. on camera and stuff, I'm like, I hell you, because this is happening. With cousins, with uncles, with malams. Mm. With <laughs> it's disgusting. Two months ago, three months ago, when the mum was on Facebook talking about how her son was in boarding school, Dave, David, oh, yeah. how he lost two stone in a month, yeah. how he couldn't hold his stool because he had been sexually assaulted so many times. How he went to school having con full control of his body function and is now a bedwetter. And, and they she it. was being attacked. Yes. You know, she was being yeah. attacked. By the church that ran the school, which we won't name mm. here. By the parents of the alleged, uh, yeah. I may have to say alleged, yeah. alleged perpetrators of the act. Yeah. By people that were even like, don't you know how to keep things in the back? Like now you've shamed your son, you've dragged his name through social media. Now everybody, when they think of him, they'll think of this. Every time. Is the act of the, <laughs> is the act itself not more problematic hmm. than ruining his reputation? He can't hold store because he'd been, <laughs> I can't even. It's terrible. When it comes to kids, yeah, I. It is. So a lot yes. of people just, yeah. And I think celebrities also, especially, you know, lady like, um, the ladies like this that, <laughs> They put themselves in, yeah. you know, kind of ridiculous situations. You got to think about your kid already, you know. So you even having nudes and videos and stuff like that existing out there when you know you got And again, kids. I mean, I might be on the other yeah. side as a, yeah. as a feminist. I'm going to say, do what you want. Yeah, you could do it. You have autonomy. However, just know that with every action, just there's a reaction. Facts. Facts. Their reaction is a reaction. For me, I, I'm always saying to people, you can do whatever you want, man. Like, especially when people are saying, oh, you know, slot shaming because you've got X amount of girlfriends or, or you had X amount of boyfriends. Um, body count. How many guys? Okay. But, but, but the thing is, how many, how many guys can say, hey, they haven't had a lot of girlfriends? How many? 
even in the same Nigeria that exactly <laughs> I was with artists that were running through four girls a day yes yes and are you not tired no and they're not no and it was back to back yeah it's their lifestyle so but everybody thinks it's okay for the guys I don't know how we, we, we got a pass on that man but <laughs> we got a pass patriarchy yeah okay cool. yeah <laughs> which needs to be dealt with we yeah, absolutely. Do. Now, over to Ghana, where the king of the news, Shatawale, is back in the headlines for slamming a broadcaster and, you know, on something to do, and something to do with his boxers, too. Well, Shatawale apparently took to live TV to slam broadcaster Arnold Asamo Abedou, saying he was a cheap blogger who was broke and had nothing. Shatawale challenged the personality to display images of his house to show if he had money and that the trainers he wears to his programs was worth 250 CDs. That's 2.50 Ghana CDs. <laughs> While Shatawali was trending for his comments on Arnold, he started trending for another reason. As an image of him exchanging pleasantries, showing his boxers made the rounds. So Twitter users highlighted the, the images, saying Shatawale was wearing tattered boxer shorts <laughs> and wasn't worthy of calling another man <laughs> when, I, when I saw the images myself, Goodness. I said, Twitter trolls, they are... Be trolling. They, they, they be they, 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 It was almost like they caught him. And you know, because the image wasn't clear, so that boxer, you can't tell uh, Twitter. Twitter is terrible. Undefeated. <laughs> I love it. 233 Twitter, 234 Twitter, undefeated. But talk to me about Shatter. One of the reasons why I wanted to discuss this is Shatter has had a reputation of slamming broadcasters. Not just them, everybody. Everybody. He's outspoken. But he's very outspoken and has really, he, he's fired his shots, particularly at the media in Ghana, yeah. saying they have been unsupportive. They only like gossip and criticism. They haven't tried to elevate the Ghanaian music industry and entertainment industry to the next level. Mm -hmm. So whenever anybody says anything wrong about his music, his brand, his art, he comes all guns blazing. blazing. And that's what kicked this off as well. As a broadcaster, you know, I know you found yourself in situations where, you know, artists or entertainers have done eh, not so interesting things that you'd have to analyze on maybe radio or podcast or TV. And sometimes you find that difficult to do. What are your thoughts as a broadcaster, especially in Ghana, where they're constantly coming under attack mm. by arguably one of the top three artists in the country, putting you know the, the, the industry down, yeah. putting their work down? How does this affect their morale? And how does it affect their work? I think the, the starting point here is Shata speaks about everything. Mm. Bernal was in Accra. Shata went on IG live was and angry. blasted Bernal. Yeah. Like, yep. in my town, you did tell me, you haven't met me. So let's start there. Shata will speak on anything and anyone. Mm. So, wahala day. Yeah. We'll leave that. As for how it affects us as broadcasters, mm. I feel like, again, our job is to find stories and to tell stories. Mm. I think when you phrase it under story, though, it's not fact. It's not truth. It's a story. Yes. So if it's not true, come out and say it's not true. Mm. We always give, and we should, as journalists, always give parties the right to respond. Absolutely. So whenever you read an article, you'll see, oh, we reached out to so-and-so. And they, they did didn't not say so. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, that's the basis. I think coming out and questioning someone's value is one thing. Mm. 
questioning how much they make is another thing. Mm. But to be honest, we've been called worse. Mm. In the limelight, you know that you're a target. So for the fact that you're, you know, you're saying that his tra trainers are cheap, that we should see, shut up, we don't have your money. You've released like 30 albums. Yeah, you're making money. Because yeah. I'm, I'm even, I was thinking to myself, like if you look at platforms like The Breakfast Club, mm. that is highly respected and stuff, they still have the rumor report. Yeah, where Donkey Angela of the Yee, Day. Where Angela Yee talks about the latest news, mm -hmm. the Donkey of the Day by Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God, where he slams and criticizes some of his favorites, even himself. He yeah. got the Donkey of the, the Day, Day two weeks ago right. for comments he made about Kwame Brown, the, the former NBA superstar, that he had to apologize for publicly. So these are platforms that, they, they've got a job to do. Their job is to report on the news, tell the industry or, or, or you know, say what's going on in the industry, sometimes have their own opinions on, right. on what's happened. And people should somewhat respect that. Yeah, I'm not saying you should love, adore, celebrate them, but at least, you know, give them the, 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 the opportunity to do their jobs. That's and I've always said that the commentary and the entertainment part mm. is actually what elevates the industry okay. to the next level. It's it makes symbiotic. It interesting. Yes. We need the content. You are the content. Mm. You need the coverage. Mm. We need we provide the coverage. Mm. It work we we should work hand in hand. Let's not forget if we only ever gave factual news, mm. things that were very like whitewashed. Mm. It doesn't come across organic. It doesn't come across authentic and you lose followers. Absolutely. They will go to the shade bar, the shade room, just blog this, mm. insta blog that. <laughs> the world and news is so fast these days that to paint the full story of what's happening in entertainment, you have to paint the full story yep. of what's happening in entertainment. Yep. And people will log off if they feel like you're a step behind. Like I said, you're too yep. whitewashed or you're not honest. Mm. People want honest they opinions. They do. And it's not as if we're gossiping, mm. but even if we are, the PR saying is there's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm. We know that three, two slash three females fell out last week. Yeah. One of the females has used it to make sure that we know that her new single is it's out. It's out. It's out. Another one. Every has, story. Every another feed. one has said, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Somebody else is now using hashtag Water and Gary EP coming soon. Everybody is leveraging the situation. Mm. Be smart with it. That's just it. Be smart. If you're not happy with the comments made, respond and then use the added traction, the added eyeballs on you to make it work for you. Facts. That's it. That's it. Point blank mm. period. Point blank period. Now, staying in Ghana as the chairman of the Stingy Men's Association <laughs> in King Sark, a.k.a. Sarkody, shared a video advising men on how to escape being extorted by slave queens who see him as a cash machine. In the freestyle, the rapper is seen speaking to his friend about instances where he has been asked for money in the past with stories of taking care of siblings whilst the lady's parents were in the hospital, to which he responded with, he would love to help, but he has goods at the port at the moment that needs urgent cash, and now is not the time to assist. Isn't that game? <laughs> For the stingy men as Fast, fast, fast. As a lyricist, we knew his response was always going to be sick. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. This, this conversation has come up a million times where, times. you know, guys are like, yo, listen, no, no, you have to be stingy nowadays. We can't just be splurging anyhow. You know, even though people have taken this as a joke and, and have run with it, is there a subtle message that the young guys in, in Nigeria and Ghana are, are trying to put out there to say, listen, 
No more freebies. I mean, who doesn't want someone to finance their lifestyle? <laughs> if anybody wants to... Sp- I mean, you can never have too much money. So, I think... Um, <laughs> all jokes aside, though, every... every Everyone's looking for a quick buck. Hmm. And if you if you don't maintain your boundaries and you show that you have the capacity to, if people push the boundaries, it's down to you. Hmm. You don't get what you deserve. You hmm. get what you what tolerate. You, what you ask for. Mm. So if somebody has taken 5K today, 10K tomorrow, Head they're going to gonna ask for 15K the next day. That's just human nature. We, we're takers, unfortunately. Hmm. It's down to you to maintain your boundaries and say, okay, enough is enough. As someone that is not a slay queen who spends her own money, apart from my mum's, um, I've never really, I've, I, I can hand on heart say I've never actually willingly asked somebody that I'm not with mm. for money. Mm. So I don't really know how that conversation how do that. goes. Yeah. I'm also very proud. So I don't want anyone to call me like five years and be like, I'm the one that put you on. It's me. You're using my money. It's not, <laughs> I can't do it. Now, let me ask you a question. So I saw something online today where there was this, young lady that was being asked someone was trying to slut shame her mm. for dating a couple guys during the same time and she fired back saying i was single i wasn't married and for me to find the right one i had I to date dating. a couple of people yes. that's what they call dating what do you say to to to, to that statement where people try to almost attack women mm. for for having multiple dates and, and, and situations going on when they haven't really locked one down is is, is it wrong we saw it with lori harvey right Steve mm. Harvey's da- daughter where she was allegedly linked to a, a string P-D-D, of high pro- and his son damn before she settled with michael b jordan yeah. and i'm a fan of multi-dating mm. i think okay let's hands on heart um i grew up in the church mm. We were always told sex is wrong, mm. dating is wrong, after uni, straight to marriage. Da, da, da. And I think it meant that a lot of us were conditioned to think that only men can go out and have the fun. Mm. Only men can go out and date as many people as they want before they find the one. Mm. In fact, it's actively encouraged that guys go and sow their wild oats, yeah. do what they need to do. Yeah. So it's out there, sister. I have a system too, sir. <laughs> is it not me and you? I have a system too. So after being with someone for like five plus yeah. years, yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to. I'm not going to be out for these streets mm. because, you know, I'm still a child of God, but I'm going to have fun. Yeah, and so on. my response to that comment is have fun because you're right. When you do settle down, hopefully you God willing, down. it's for life. Yeah. So get it, get it oh, out of your system. system. Do yeah. what you got to do. And think. if that involves, you know, financial favors mm. from the person you're dating, mm. accept them willingly. <laughs> it's part of the In business. Fact, encourage it. <laughs> 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 and those that fall for the trap, well, sir. <laughs> It sounds started. like your personal problem. <laughs> the game goes. <laughs> the game is the game. <laughs> now, over to South Africa, where news of comedian and TV host Trevor Noah's newly announced world tour didn't go down well in his home country. Now, the comedian took to Instagram to announce his new stand-up tour, Back to Abnormal, I believe it is, after the pandemic put his his and everyone's life on hold. Mm. The comedian announced the world tour dates between September and December, taking him to countries in North Amer- America and Europe mainly. Well, fans in South Africa responded to that announcement with quotes, I, can see, I can't see any essay dates on this website. Or, Trevor, what about essay? You have been switching on us lately. Or, a world tour without Africa or Asia dates isn't actually a world tour. Mm. At press time, 
The dates haven't changed on his website with any additional cities to the, you know. So the blowback on Twitter from SA fans continues. Uh, a South African son who has made it great internationally, become a global superstar, a host of a hugely popular television show, even elevated his career in the pandemic mm -hmm. by, you know, the, the, the hosting the show from his bedroom, basically. Announcing a world tour, but no home dates on that tour. What says you? It's tricky, mm. right? If you're doing an international tour, part of the purpose of the tour is to connect with new, new fans. audiences. So if he's trying to break into new markets that mm. haven't seen him, this is what I would recommend if he was my client. Mm. I'd be like, go to the new, these new people that have found you in the last year. Yep. Solidify yeah. that relationship. Give them that proximity. Because he blew up online. He blew. He blew Even like on one of the biggest videos that I saw from the last, let's say, six months was his explanation of what's happening in Israel and yep. Palestine. Yep. So it's tricky because I understand the definition of world being all seven continents. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not seven because of Antarctica, so six yeah. continents. But I, I understand why if, if, if I was a South African, I would feel slighted because that's our son you right. know. he's gone international to do great things and the finale we want him to come home one here. of his other popular videos was when he broke down i think it was on his special on netflix mm. where he broke down interracial you know his experiences being you know a, a, a mixed mixed race, mixed race child yeah, growing up mom. in south africa exactly right. so south africans we're really like, yo, you gotta come home. And they went, he was they trending on, on Twitter heavily. It comes back to what you said earlier on, you know, in your team. How many home grown, grown people are in your team that would understand that it doesn't necessarily have to be a big show, but maybe you could just go and do like a 2000 capacity dome show, even a charitable kind of situation Something. to. A homecoming. We want that homecoming. Right. Kick off, end there, do something. Mm. Let, let's tell the full story. Mm. I think the the conflict, I guess, oh no, let's not even call it conflict. Let's look at Beyonce. When she dropped the album and they said, oh, that she was going to do a tour. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, oh, but there's no Africa on the tour. Yeah. Sometimes logistics do play a part. Yep. Financially, is mm. it viable? Are the roads okay? Is, would it would it ever have been enough? If you're just on a show in Joburg and not Cape Town, mm. or Cape Town or not Durban. Mm. You're and, always also, gonna, yeah. is the, And not is the money there, but with a business hat on, if I'm the one, I guess as an American, maybe planning the tour, and I look at what the average ticket price would be in the US versus mm. SA, sometimes finances, not even sometimes, all the time finances influence these decisions. But is that not where sometimes you as an artist or creative now say, do you know what? That loss of South Africa, I think I'm going to take that on myself. Yeah. Let me find a brand that can partner with me. Or maybe this is a multi... He gets multi-million dollars every single year yeah. for being the host of The Daily Show. He could fly himself up. Go to South Africa, get yourself a 1,000, 2,000 capacity venue, Invite people, local kids or whatever, do something. Because you know for a fact, especially after the last 12 months that he's had on social media yeah. and Netflix, yeah. the one place that they would want to see him in flesh will be back home. Yeah. So when, when, when the dates were released, I'll be surprised if, it wasn't, if, if he was surprised at the reaction that he got.
I think the other half of it is is you also say I'm African in almost everything. Mm. You brand yourself as the South African who's making it in the US. Mm. I understood the tone of how dare you. Like you can mm. use us for profit, but then you don't actually want to engage with us. I get it. It's tricky, but, but I get oh, it. Yeah. I get it. But there's still time it's to a, add more in dates. Fact, surprise, bonus yeah. dates. Add more dates, do yeah. something. It's very important. Sorry, just before we move on, yeah. the, the second, uh, the third half of that, because that's mm. the second half already, is um, some people think, though, that his new content is very Western-facing. Mm. And so maybe his, and maybe they knew that his content wouldn't necessarily... Would not sit down well at home. Wow. And let's be honest, for anyone that's ever worked with any type of artist or comedian or anything, or any talent, it's the same show that they do in all the stops. Absolutely. And they learn the routine, especially if it's a comedian who has an hour set and it's stand-up, he will learn that one routine. He might flex it, he might add a few ad-libs, but mm. by and large, it's going to be the it's same, the same set. thing. He might have thought it might have been too much pressure to try and engage back with that African content since mm. he hasn't done it in so long. Mm. That's my final point. Because <laughs> the jokes in Africa is definitely they won't be fly. different. They won't fly. You guys were just talking about the controversy with um, coming to America. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And the the pet pattern happy. and the trademark. People the, weren't happy. And they, coming to America didn't do, from what I've seen, didn't do well on the continent because the jokes are people, Western facing. Yeah. So if Trevor knew that that was going to be the same place here, maybe he just he was just like, you know what, I'd rather take the controversy of not being in Africa than coming home and bombing. Damn. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I agree with you anyway. Um, staying in South Africa, and for the second week in a row, South African rap superstar Kaspar Nyoves makes the headlines. Now, this time for claims that he has never had a number one song on radio in South Africa, despite his array of hits. Now, the rapper responded to a Twitter user who said Kaspar's latest song, Siyatandana, was the biggest song in the country, yet it's not number one on any radio station and one wonders why. To which Casper responded that he never had a number one song on radio as his songs don't get the airplay they deserve, but the people and fans keep him and his career alive. His comments were full with a lot of fans in agreement and slamming radio stations with a few not happy that Casper has been releasing Ama Piano songs lately. To which Casper also responded that the song Siatandana was actually written in totality by himself, although it features Abidos and Bully singing on the record. Now, Casper, to be honest, this is not the first time he's spoken about the lack of radio support mm -hmm. in South Africa um, and the fact that he's had huge songs, you know, that has gone on to do incredible stuff. This man has sold out stadiums. Mm. Probably the only current pop star from South Africa that has done stadiums. 50, 60,000 capacity stadiums in South Africa. 70. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yet, radio play is not working. What are your thoughts about his complaints with, with regards to radio? He's, he's done it consistently. Consistently. And what do you have to say when <sighs> it comes to radio play? So, the first question is, when the radio stations do the charts, yep. what do they base it on? What are the criteria? Yeah. Right. Mm. Now, it might be because some of his songs have been explicit in the past. It might yeah. be because his fans are actually on so pirate sites. Yeah. Um, and maybe the numbers aren't translating. Mm. Maybe that's one half. Yeah. But also, like, 
we look at places like Nigeria, and again, just because of proximity, I know what happens there. Mm. Um, there was a rule that came into place, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Which said that 70% of the music that yep. plays on air has to be homegrown. Home yep. Now, I don't know if SA have a similar law. I'm sure they do, but obviously they listen to a lot of internet. If you look at the radio monitor in SA, like the top 20, I'm seeing people like Taylor Swift. Justin I'm Bieber. They Justin have, Bieber. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I think as well, like the, 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 the homegrown sound that we know and love, from South Africa is more around the Afro house. Yes. Like we said, the Amafiano, the Gong, yeah, however you yeah, say it. Yeah. And, sorry, not however you say it. I know I can't say yeah, it. Yeah. But, um, and Casper doesn't fit into that box. He doesn't. But, but hip hop, when, when hip hop dominated in South Africa, he, he was at the forefront he was, of that. But Nasty C and, and AKA and all the other guys that we speak of when we have mm. the SA hip hop conversation mm. were also there. Yes, yes. And, and so it much, was split. It was. And so, is it unfair to constantly say you don't get radio support? Yes. Okay. If your music isn't commercial, mm. you're not going to take the number. Like, it, what's the criteria? That was my first question. Mm. But second of all, if you're getting the fan love and the fan support and you're still a millionaire, why are we complaining? That's what I wanted you to say. You have a bar. You have this. Your ventures are large uh, and wide. You just signed a multi-million dollar deal last week. A footwear uh, company just signed a $4 million deal with him where they're partnering to create new footwear brands and other, you know, they're going into other ventures together. Now, the radio complaint is not only Casper Nyovis that, that says that. We hear in Nigeria, we hear in Ghana, Ghana, where everybody says they don't get even some of our big superstars. So in, just on that point then, so yes. if none of us are supporting, who are we playing? <laughs> 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 but, but the thing I also try to tell a lot of young stars nowadays that particularly in different markets, radio has power. In Like in Nigeria, radio is number one because everybody's stuck in the car. So they listen to radio consistently. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the radio, it helps to really, really push your music. But once you come into Europe and the United States of America, a lot that's why there are people called the SoundCloud rappers, the you know people that are blowing up on YouTube and, mm. and doing Snapchat. My daughter introduces me to musicians that don't even have music even videos. Even the TikTok. Yeah, those TikTok rappers. Artists, they right. are sick. So what are we? What would your advice as a PR specialist, somebody that deals with a lot of artists mm. that are banging down your door to get more radio play in the UK? I need to be on radio. I need to be. What kind of advice do you give? artists with regards to radio play mm. and, and, and what you tell them to do when it comes to promoting their music. So uh, the first starting point is who is your target audience? Like mm. who is your listener? Mm. Do they listen to radio? Mm -hmm. If they don't, pivot. Position your music to where they are. If, again, we use Nigeria as an example, the internet population is around 30%. Mm. That's 30% of people that have access to constant data, constant Wi-Fi. So putting your music on the Spotify's and the SoundClouds, et cetera, may not work for you because facts. your target audience isn't there. Yeah, facts. Which is why platforms like AudioMac can thrive. Because with or without... Because it's like a website. Uh -huh. So there's that. Who is your target audience? But second of all, if you're like targeting Gen Z, they're on the TikToks, they're on the Twitters, they're on the Snapchats, they're on the forums that we're not even speaking of. They're on things like Twitch. Yep. <sighs> Radio is not the be all and end all. Facts. I'll start there. But when it comes to any rollout, any type of promotion, I always work with the four Ps, right? So that's promo. So that's digital promo. Yep. Do the sponsored ads. Do the challenge. I know we're tired of challenges. But, work but is it, is it you, works. You, you don't do it, challenges. You're, you're wasting your time. Even Drake does challenges. That's what I say. 
even Drake. Look at what happened to 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 Young Thugs and and uh, Young Thugs' latest song, the what? The Sweet ah. Challenge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, is it Young Draco? We Soldier Boy. Those challenges, people don't get tired they of them. Don't. And even now, I grew up in the era where Soldier Boy released Crank Dance. Yes. I can still do the dance moves today. Facts. I can still do the SpongeBob. Facts. There was a song, um, uh, Chicken Noodle Soup. We yep. sold it on the side. Yep. Stupid song. Yeah. We still know the dance moves. Facts. Facts. You are able to get ingrained in the listener and become part of their childhood, their teenagehood, their adulthood when you connect in a meaningful way. Hmm. It's more than just the music. Also, what message are you pushing? You were talking about the four P's? Four P's. Promo. Yep. Playlisting. So, a lot of people find it hard to get on an editorial playlist. I agree. It's hard. But you pay their playlist. There are individual curators. Thank you. That's where I was going. So, you have people like DJ Boat, who currently, if I'm not wrong, has 180,000 followers on Spotify Mm. as an independent curator. You can pitch to him, his DMs are open, his email is open, and the number of following he has on that playlist alone is comparable to the ones that Spotify actually curates. Yep. You have Hammer Tan Rain, you have We Talk Sound, there, we have Tolu Daniels. There's a long list of people that are doing independent curation of playlists that have the traction, that have the numbers. If you make it to Tolu Daniels' list, you blow. You, you, because there's loads of platforms that refer to his New Friday, New Music Friday playlist. And they take it off there. I'm working with an artist who blew through doing TikTok videos, was able to get 100K views on day one Mm. for like impersonating Oxlade. Mm. Do you know that in four days, we were able to get 100,000 listens on AudioMac? But people don't want to rate AudioMac. Yeah, because it's like a We got 55,000 streams on Apple Music. We got, and I'm saying all of this to say that, go where your listeners are. All right, Mm. so promo, playlisting, publications. All right, so you might not get Fader. You might not get complex, but there are places like That Grape Juice, Link Up TV, Grime Daily. They have a submissions email. Just send it in. When people Google you, what will they find? Mm. Please, even when I go on your social media, let that link be there. Let that bio be speaking to me. Cool. And then the fourth P, what did I say? Press, promo, publications, playlisting. I didn't say press. press. Yeah. So again, this is notoriously more hard because... Mm. If you're not interested, yeah. nobody's going to take That's that. It. If you don't have anything about you, nobody wants to know. But most platforms do have a section where they're putting on new talent, Spot, rising Spotlight. stars. Spot, engage with them. Glitch, um, Glitch Africa, Clout Africa, mm. Shopsy, mm. me. We mm. all have initiatives that are geared towards highlighting up-and-coming talent. And please, I beg you in the name of the Lord. Name your tracks when you email oh, us. Please. Use correct grammar. Oh, Greet us. Oh. If you send me a link, just in the DM. Make sure it's I radio edit it. as well. I, oh, please. And mix and master the track. If it's not radio worthy, it's not going to get radio play. Mm. That's it. I've dropped the mic. Simple. <laughs> Simple. Well, over to the UK, where some messages between a lady and a guy were shared on Ooh. popular blog, Shade Borrow this week. The messages appear to show a guy who had paid for air tickets and hotel accommodation for a lady having a conversation with her oh, about coming to her room since she had, had, had arrived. Well, the lady responded by saying she was tired and wanted to sleep. To which the guy said, okay, he will come see her in the morning. But the lady then responded in a way, sit, you know, kind of still trying to keep the young man away from her. So he became blunt by saying the only reason he paid for the air tickets and hotel accommodations was because he wanted to get with her. And if she isn't playing by his rules, 
Then she should check out of the hotel the following morning and pay for her return tickets back to wherever she came from as he had cancelled the hotel accommodation and the tickets. Who is right and who is wrong here? <laughs> because this conversation is a very deep conversation. It's deep. It's deep. Where you've eaten, you've drank, you're in a hotel, everything is nice. <laughs> But it looks like, you're, you're, you know, the conversation you're having with me, I don't know whether I am understanding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so more context, right? He said that they've been speaking for months. Yeah. He was like, we've sent each other nudes yeah. and we've had sexy time on FaceTime. Yeah. So you, like, Everything you already has been knew. Yeah. You are. Plus, I've spent thousands of dollars. dollars. So she knew. She yeah. knew. Now, I, I, I... I'm still for consent, so you can withdraw at any time. Let me just put that. But girl, you messy, okay? <laughs> if you got, are going on a free trip with free food, it's, 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 it's an arrangement. It's almost like a contractual It's situation. an arrangement. It's an unspoken arrangement. And I just feel like he tried. He too was like, don't worry about tonight. It's okay. I'll come yeah, tomorrow. I'll, I'll come, come tomorrow. tomorrow. But she, I just... And then, and then the bit that got me was she like, was oh, please. To, yeah, I don't even have money, have to, money, get money to get home. Sis, always have Vex money. Always. Mm. Because if you want to be petty or you want to get angry, you need to know how you're going to jap out of there. How the heck are you stuck? Sis, how are you stuck? Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, I don't want to agree with the guy because yeah. he should have liked her for who she was. Oh, yeah, <sighs> They've gone past that. But she's mad. <laughs> I remember the one audacity. time, I remember once one of my friends, Um, he was, I think he was at home. Like, this was Christmas. Cold, it was snowing. Yeah. He was at home with some girl. And his girlfriend now took a cab to his house. Jesus. So he couldn't open the door. Jesus. She was banging the door. He had no guts in the world to come downstairs. <laughs> so he now started ringing me that, bro, it's about to be off. Yeah. So she calls me and she's like, what's going on? He's home. He's not coming out. So I was trying to, because he was telling me that, listen, it's she's got to go. <laughs> he can't open the door. So she's out there in the cold. She's crying outside the door. Mm. My man is... Shattered upstairs, but he knows he can't open. It. He can't let the he door. Can't. He can't. When I called her and said, "Okay, why don't you go home and stuff?" She said, "I didn't even come here with my purse. I can't order a taxi. I can't." Ah! I, I said, "You didn't come with your purse? Like you? you, you Is this before to... Uber? Because yeah, yeah, it was. Be it okay. was like years ago. And I'm thinking to myself, wow. like, yeah, you know. I and I know you women. I, I've been in situations where a woman will vex in the middle of the night. She'll take her back. She start walking it's on me. the road. I'm that girl. Why do you do that? Because of pride. It's, pr it's pride. You can't what feel like you, that, that you have me under your hey, stronghold. You, no, get, you uh, take your back at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, you, you start walking and this, where are you going? <laughs> Small thing. Can you go to sleep and tomorrow morning you can go to your place? No. I'm, I'm here for a tantrum. You need to know you've crossed the line and you will feel it. You don't deserve my body heat that night at all. I'm going home. I'm going home. Um, and I'm here for that. Yes, ladies. <laughs> when I saw this and when she was saying, oh, I didn't have money to go, Still, please, please don't cancel the hotel. But the guy he had made it. up his mind that nah, this girl's playing games. I'm not with that. I'm let me let me save the remainder of this ticket <laughs> and the hotel accommodation for somebody that's serious. Bearing in mind, he would have still lost money for cancelling that flight. Yeah. He would have lost he money for cancelling. Yeah, petty. I'm here for it. <laughs> what did um? Oh, can I? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Went to. <laughs> yeah, went to us. 
but I'm petty. Shay said, I'm not petty. Tiwa said, but I am. Open it. Open it. Open it. Free it. Free it. I know you, we didn't speak about it, we but didn't. what are your what are your thoughts about I love Tiwa Savage. I love Shay Shay. Yeah. I love Victoria Kamani. I've had all of them on my platform. Yeah. We have open dialogue. In fact, Shay stood me up in Lagos, but it's okay. She stood you up? She did, but it's okay. All love. What do I think? They're all queens. Mm. It was beneath them. Mm. It was beneath them. And then the comments of, but I have money, etc. If you've got the money, you haven't got to scream. Those that are rich don't have, their lifestyle just shows it. Um, it was messier for the friends to leak the footage because it was clearly yeah. a friend. I could see some nail polish in the yeah. corner. Yeah. They um, and then that. it got even crazy when there was the leaked phone conversation on Pulse Niger yeah. from Shay. Again, I love all of them. It didn't need to get this far. But, and however... Everyone said keep the same energy, right? If you can chat about me behind my back, you didn't need to say the hi. I personally think that it would have been awkward if you didn't because the salon looked kind of empty. Yeah. And she and Shay in the leaked combo said that um, she did it to kind of ease everyone else's tensions. But hey, look. Because everybody's already like, yo, oh, whoa, like, whoa. Oh, what's happening here? What's going on here? Kind of but, stuff. Um, I don't know, man. First of all, I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought they were above going to the salon. I thought everybody was doing no. mobile hairstylists. Yeah. But then, but, no, <laughs> but on a serious note, I think um, when men in the industry fight we know david and we is david and bernard david and everybody mm. it's it's just uh this man has an issue with this man mm. it's never women can never get along and that's mm. the narrative that i hate i think two people can dislike each other two people cannot get on without it now becoming a generalization that mm. all women in the well, industry what about the fear that get on. that 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 image allows that narrative and it, I mean, I, I'm I'm hopeful that with collabs like Shayi and Yemi, yeah. with Thames collaborating with a lot, collaborating sorry, with a lot of females, yeah. I'm hoping that we're starting to see a different narrative. Mm. I mean, Mr. P had what Tamar Braxton, yeah, Simi, yeah. and that's and, a smash record. Somebody else, somebody else was Tenny? on that record. Tenny, yeah, it was Tenny, on I the same so. track. We're seeing it. We just need to make those conversations louder. Look at it. We've seen a video today that's leaked of Whiskey and Burner Boy shooting another yes, video. Yes, another video. That, that I was just speaking to my guys, shout out Smith, I was just speaking to him on my way here that that's a second sharing of fans and listenership between both guys mm -hmm. in the last six, seven months. They just did it with Ginger. Yeah. Now they're about to do it on again. another record again where their fans have to cross paths. They have to. Again. So the women have to get to that level and as well. And the thing is, the women the women are doing it. Mm. We just don't talk about it enough. Mm. We just say, yeah. it's gossip that sells. Ben, Nobody ben. wants to talk about unity. Yeah. So I've made because you they do didn't it wanna, on your yeah, platform. They I didn't want to talk about Shayi's songs that's out. They didn't want to They don't want to talk about, you know, Tiwa Savage getting ready to drop an EP. What's but we're very mean? excited to, to post the video. Of, everywhere. Tunde yeah. Edna, Linda Ikeji. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Every, even Uber I, posted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I, loved I, it. I had to call him. I wasn't happy about that because I felt like, as a big man, I refused to share that yeah. because I thought it was putting out. That was the moment where I said, nah, this thing. This is the line. Yeah, I'm not going to be posting for comments or a Chiwa Savage and a Yemi Alade or a Shea Ishe looking bad or yeah. crazy on yeah. social media. Yeah. Who's going to benefit from that? Oh, yeah. My, my, my mentions will be crazy. My you get impressions for that be... day. What's that? Even me, for Gossip of the Day with Gracie May, I just said, hey, Tiwa and Shay are trending. I left it as that. Facts. I left it as Facts. that. Facts. Facts. Now, over to the States. 
where the media has reported over the last few weeks that newly separated star J-Lo from mm. baseball icon fiancé Alex Rodriguez had gotten back with a former flame in Ben Affleck. The former and now new couple have been spotted together in Vegas and now in L.A. with rumors that J-Lo is school hunting for her kids as she intends to move closer to Ben. The pair dated close to 20 years ago, and went their separate ways after it was reported that Ben had cold feet in getting married. Mm -hmm. Since then, J-Lo got married, had a set of twins with former husband uh, Mark Anthony, and Ben Affleck got married and divorced as well. And now videos showing both passionately kissing at J-Lo's sister's birthday in front of her kids proves the pair have rekindled their love. And this begs the question... Is it ever okay to go back to an ex? Well, I hope my mom doesn't uh, shoot me for this, but her current fiancé was someone she was dating 35 years ago. Wow. So she's also done a similar thing, and we know his kids, and he knows us. And Actually, when I was in Nigeria, I was staying in his house. I was using his driver. And it's family. Yeah, family. I think sometimes it's the right love at the wrong time. Mm. And we've said earlier, timing is mm. everything. So, the right love at the wrong time. And you can always settle. That timing thing is key. If it's the right person, it's the right person. What's meant to be will happen for me. And I feel like with these two, you know, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen Diddy posting throwbacks. Yeah. Oh, he, he was, mm. what was Diddy? He was sniffing around, was sir. G yeah, so he that was That book has sailed. But he wanted that girl yeah, back. He, he wanted, wanted that, that old time ah, back. Man. But she was like, she was not going to go there. She was, she and went for the white boy instead. <laughs> and Ben Affleck <laughs> with Jayla. <laughs> He's a good guy. Good. Yeah. Ben Affleck's best days were, sorry, to yeah. his former wife. Was yeah. when was he was J -Lo. J -Lo. Yeah, He we would come with him. the suit. Six the slick. Ah. We loved him, man. He we wasn't were. looking, you know, there yeah. was a period in his marriage where he just gave us full beard and overweight. Yeah. And we're like, what happened? He let himself go. Man, <laughs> there's letting go and there's that. And Ben, <laughs> you were doing dance. So I'm look, I'm here for love, full stop, point mm. blank period. So go where love is. Go where you're appreciated. Go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. I'm here for it. Go back. Finally, uh, we'll talk about what has been trending over the last couple of days mm. in, you know, incredible writer and feminist, uh, Chimamanda, Chimamanda Adojie, who I just found on Twitter became a trending topic and... I, I, I slightly saw an article or something that she had written. I saved those articles to go back to read them. But you told me that you had read everything. A, you read everything and you have it. an idea of yes. what exactly happened. What happened to the great Chimamanda? So Chimamanda has come out and said that there are two people that are basically leeching off of her name, leveraging mm. her platform and their distant association to profit. Mm. So there was one person who allegedly added Chimamanda in the foreword of her book and apparently didn't reach out, first of all, for like for approval. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, it's kind of disingenuous because I let you into my home. Wow. I mentored you, and then you went out of your way when I made comments that were considered to be transphobic to then rant on Twitter. And I've never confronted you about that, but it's disingenuous for me to be part of this journey of yours if you didn't even have the common courtesy to, to speak to me one-to-one -one if you had an issue with what I'd said publicly. Mm. Her response, um, so the, the protégé's response was, you made those comments publicly, I replied publicly, I wanted everyone to know where well, my, my party line was. was. Wow. Now, obviously that has come to a head because Chimamanda said she doesn't usually comment, but she felt slightly overwhelmed that two people that 
consistently do interviews and reference her, write books and reference her. Benefit off of her relationship with them. Relationship. And she Mm. said, once she saw those Twitter comments, she cut off that first person. And she said, it's not fair that years later, four or five years later, that person is still able to get book deals, etc., off of the back of the supposed proximity that she has. Mm. So that was one. (laughs) First, though, thoughts. What do you Mm. think? Well, when I saw... The, the you know when I saw the highlight of that story, especially her comments with the um, you know the trans uh, the trans woman, yeah. I felt to myself one if someone that was that close to her felt a way about what she had said, I probably felt that they, they could have had a proper conversation. conversation rather than taking it to social media. Do you want to quickly recap what was said? Yeah, well, Chimamanda said in the interview, I believe it was with Channel 4 or somebody, mm-hmm. where she had said that she believed that trans women didn't, couldn't, didn't have the right to, um, uh, to, to say they had the full life experience of a woman, yeah. a, a biologically born woman, based on the fact that they had lived part of their life as a man with privilege yep. before changing, transitioning. transitioning into a woman. And if you look at what she was saying, you might see points there. However, because of nowadays where a lot of people that are transitioned into being a woman from a, male, a biological male yep. had believed from when they were young that they were a woman mm. or, or believed that they were a girl and had lived part of their lives, even though physically they might look like a man, yeah. they had lived a large part of their lives as a woman. Yeah. So their experiences would have been that of a woman the entirety of their lives. Yeah. However, the prodigy, again, could have had that discussion with, with her, her rather than taking it to social media. Agreed. Now, I feel like if, for whatever reason, you and I fell out, yeah. and or no, not even that, if you yeah. said something publicly that I didn't agree with, I have your number. Yeah, yeah. Even if you didn't pick my call, yeah. I would still. I, I feel like you, I you would owe have that conversation you. first. Yeah. And then if my if my explanation was still not good enough, then you can take it to social media and, and light him up. And I think her her defense of oh well, I needed the public to know where I stood. You could have done that without reference to the person that supposedly mentored you, mm. that taught you everything you knew, that you met when you went to a workshop, and you know you honed your writing skills under this person wow. it's an insult to your mentor if you can't even have that and first of all is she your mentor if you can't have an open conversation mm. what what were you really doing she said and again i i can't say verbatim what was said mm. but Amanda said i had her in my house she was around my child that's stuff that is a privilege if i have that privilege of proximity i have the privilege of having the conversation facts with the second person now sorry yeah. and i won't rant too much yeah. um it was a similar conversation of you've used my name for leverage. So the first one was you added my name in um, in the foreword of your book. Yep. The second person was um, referring to Chimamanda as a mentor, yep. um, even though apparently they had she had only attended a workshop um, and Chimamanda had put her forward, I think, as the best writer of the day, mm. something to that effect. But apparently was now saying, oh, Chimamanda's my mentor, and then apparently getting book, book deals. deals off of that. Allegedly, even received a seven-book deal wow. for a period of four years, and Chimamanda, in no uncertain terms, has said it was because of me. Mm. Now, is that proud? Is it truthful? Did did Chimamanda actually have the title as mentor if she's attended a workshop? Mm. Stop. I don't know. But again, to me, the similar thing I said about Tua and Shay, it's just unbecoming for this stuff to be out yes. there. Do it in the back. Especially, 
especially one of the most intelligent, yes, eloquent, yes. powerful women of our time who has spoke to power, mm-hmm. spoke against injustices, mm-hmm. and found the best way. I, I still think she used you know, the best words and eloquent words oh, to put can write. Because I saw Twitter was blown. I yeah. saw people going crazy like, yeah. yo, this lady, she broke it Sat down. Sat everything. Yes. <laughs> but it's just the fact that she still had to take it to social media one way, whether oh, via an article mm-hmm. or via a tweet or whatever, to respond to something that was definitely personal. I think the sentiment of if that person should have come to you in the back, mm. you should have paid them like mm. minds. I think, um, you know, even with her with her breakdown, she said, you know, so-and-so wrote me an email, I didn't reply. So-and-so wrote me... You, oh, you, so there were opportunities for communication. No, and she screen, she screenshot. Well, she screenshot and like redacted the actual comms that were sent. You could have replied. Hmm. It's it, you're bigger than it, and I mean, she used a lot of trigger words that included things like you know white fragility, feminism, and a lot of people were saying that the arguments were shrouded by these terms. Yeah. In reality, just have the conversation. Hmm. If you have a problem with someone. That matters to you? Have the conversation or let them go. Just let it go. Let them go. It's as simple as ABC. Well, we're going to let you go. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for as having me. As that wraps up this week's episode of Addish Upper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. As always, follow us across our social media. Share, like, subscribe. Comment, we appreciate that. And as always, my sister Gracie May, thank you very much for coming through. <laughs> Underscore Gracie May on all platforms. Find me. Find Absolutely. Me. You know, make sure you follow her for a lot of information, uh, not only with music marketing, PR, but also just tips on on how you get along, you know, get on in this music industry that a lot of people are it's finding so difficult to yes. navigate. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, boss. I always love coming. Oh, thank you very much. And from us here at the Afri Media Studios, shout out to everybody, LM Media, Afri Media, Willow Studios. Until next time, it's peace. And we're out. Right. 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 Right.